coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. What's up? Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. John, good to see you, man. Good to see you. Bing. And we are here on Pitmaster and the Doc, which is, um, it's becoming, oh, hold on. I'm going to try this. Rotation is locked. So we can't go. Okay. I wanted to see if we could switch the orientation, but that's what she said. Anyway, okay. So we're going to talk about UFC 245, which was this past Saturday in Las Vegas, Nevada. And it was, it went, there was a lot of hype behind it um, for a lot of reasons, but I think probably the, the majority of the reason was Covington against Usman. Uh, There's a we, lot of talk leading up to that fight. They were talking back and forth, and and uh, and Covington, he went a little overboard. He kind of went, um, he went semi McGregorish. I mean, he went off. I mean, it's like it's hard to talk to him when he was going off like that. But whatever, the fight's over, and we're gonna talk about it today. So let's start with that fight. That fight. Was a very good fight. It was actually fight of the night. Um, five rounds. Five rounds of, of... And and for two high, high, high-level wrestlers, which they both are, um, there was no takedowns. There were... I don't think there was much of a takedown attempt. Uh, yeah. I think there was one, like, almost attempt. But I don't think there was a single takedown. But there was a lot of punches. There were some kicks... But there was a lot of punches. And it went back and forth a little. I think Usman was winning 3-1 to one going into the fifth. It got stopped in the fifth where Covington got dropped a couple times with a right hand. And then he, um, and then he got grounded pounded. And, and Dan Migliano stopped it. I thought it was a good stoppage. Um... Come to find out, he broke his jaw. Like, probably in the, uh, in this, it was either the late second round or, or the third round. Yeah, it was the third round, right? Well, in the, it was in the third round, because between the third and fourth round, the corner, that's when Colby went to his corner, and they showed it during the fight, and he went into his corner and said, I think I broke my jaw. Mm-hmm. I think he said it, like, twice. So he knew he broke his jaw in, in round three. So well, it might have happened sooner than that, but he, he said it after round three. With that said, he went out in the fourth round just fucking guns blazing. And he got tagged probably three or four times solid, solid on the chin, uh, which was the broken jaw chin. And um, he just came back slugging. I think he won the fourth round. Um, so... Uh, going into me, going into the fifth round, I think it should have been three, the rounds should have been 3-1 Usman. Um, One of the fighters, one of the guys had it 2-2, I think one of the judges, 
And I think one of them had a 3-1. They did. For Covington. So it was a, basically, it was a toss-up at that point. But the fifth round was definitive. Yeah. The fifth round was very definitive in Usman's favor. Uh, Colby might have complained, might have complained about the ref, might have complained about the stoppage. I don't think you can complain about that stoppage. Um, no. He got sat down a couple times. And no. And, and I mean, there was a couple things that were kind of fishy, like the eye poke and the groin kick, which we saw they showed in slow-mo, and it wasn't anywhere near the groin. The eye poke was an eye poke, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the groin kick wasn't a groin kick, but right. that eye poke was real. Yeah, yeah, it was his pinky. Um it is hot. hand was wide open right into his face. And and uh yeah, there was the groin kick and then oh then I guess there was I guess the controversy was there was a controversy about the eye poke, but it was because Covington said he was eye poked and the ref didn't acknowledge it. So but the groin kick wasn't really a groin kick, so that was kinda weird too. But anyway. Yeah, the crowd booed that one on the replay. I don't I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think anything would have changed uh, the outcome. So I had it three to one going into the fifth round, and then Usman's right hand, which was like a cannon, just started doing even more damage, and it put Covington on the ground. Um, he got up, and they got put down again, and this time he uh, Usman followed him up and started pounding him. Um, people were complaining that there was some hits behind the head. But on the back of the head, which is illegal, but with Covington moving and stuff, there was no illegal, there was nothing illegal about that ground upon. It was just legal, painful, and it was a very good stoppage. And it was a good ending to the fight, because if this went to the end, to the decision, and then you had a wish, you had a, you know, a, basically a split decision, it was, it was headed towards a split decision no matter what. With the way it was judged to that point, it was better that it ended in the fifth round definitively. And it did. But I don't think Colby Covington loses any stock in his fighting. But when you talk that much trash and say, oh, the other guy's garbage and then he beats you, it does take a little bit away. But his fighting was amazing, both of them. And you know what? For me, what I took away from this fight was it wasn't just about the, they were, the, you know, the boxing or the kickboxing. They didn't use the wrestling, but it was about the conditioning. Yeah. Both of these guys did not look tired. In and the volume of punches they were throwing, especially Colby, and, um, was impressive. So And not just the volume of punches, but those punches were those punches were meant with bad intentions. They were going. So it was uh and I think actually their total strikes were were they both threw a lot of strikes. Like I think 10, actually Usman had more, but the cardio was amazing. The conditioning po- portion of this whole fight card, but this fight especially, uh, was pretty impressive. Yeah. To see and these five-round fights that and the guys still look like they could go another, uh, at the end of it. Another five rounds. It was, it was unbelievable. Um, but showing the toughness of Covington, right? The, the, the toughness of Covington was shown. With, I mean, that, just, that was so awe-inspiring that he went into the fourth round with a knowingly broken jaw, but he started slugging and getting tagged and just kept coming. So I put a I put an Instagram blog up about about that, and I got a lot of hit heat because everybody hates on Covington, and why didn't I? Because this is 
this is recalculus because one of them is black and one of them is white. That's the polarizing thing that people are going to go for. No, but the other polarizing thing about Colby is he adds politics into the whole yeah. thing, which is completely divisive in our country. You're immediately alienating half the country when you do that. Yeah. So he decides to do that. That's his choice. He brings the politics into fighting. He did. Which uh, I guess gets him, you know, gets him, get him airplay. Right. It gets him yeah. recognition. It gets him, even if if you really like him or you really hate him, you know who he is. And I think that's the game that people like this are playing. Yeah. And, and a lot of guys do it. I mean, John Jones does it. I mean, in a different way. Um, Both by being a terrible person. <laughs> um, <laughs> How does he do it? Um, uh, you know, uh, Jorge Masvidal did it. Um, uh, Chael Sonnen did it. Um, Muhammad Ali did it. Um, um, it's it's just a lot of it's it's just there's a lot of fighters that do it. Muhammad Ali, like I said, he, you know, he did it like like crazy. Um, but you know, Conor McGregor's the worst, I think, doing it. But it was a bit much. It was, but. At the end of the day, the way he fought with such skill, conditioning, and toughness was awe-inspiring. So, I think, and also, I think he makes fans of people that might not like him for his politics. He makes fans from his fighting. Like he was, you know, they're both amazing athletes. But you can't take anything away from Colby. He he's no. so tough, and he's a very good fighter. He but, just fought someone that day that was better than him. Yeah, he's better him that day. But I mean, it's not a zero-sum game. Like, just because Kobe is super, super tough, it doesn't mean Usman isn't. They can both be super tough. They, and they are. Yeah. And the other thing is, either time one of these guys fights, not necessarily each other, people are going to want to see it. Yeah. They're going to want to see Usman fight, and they're going to want to see Kobe fight. They're both amazing fighters. That was a great main event, main card it fight. It was. And, and like I said, you take nothing away from Usman when you say how tough Kobe is. Or, or you say nothing... Take nothing away from Kobe when you say how good Usman is. It was a great fight, two great was fighters. Was that fight of the night? Yes, it was. It was fight of the night. So the other thing to add the medical part of this is Colby did suffer a broken mandible, which is your lower jaw, right in the middle. I think I sent you a picture of it. But yeah. it was basically, in medicine, we call that a non-displaced fracture. Non-displaced just means it's still lined up perfectly, like your teeth aren't crooked. Um and uh, so I don't know if he's going to get his jaw wired shut or they'll treat him without surgery. Um, but, you know, I think, at least in the, my field, I don't treat jaw fractures, but if you break your arm uh, and then it's been a few days before you see me and the bones are still aligned, they're probably not going to displace at that point. They would have already if they were going to. So Colby had a broken jaw and then went and got punched in the face multiple more times. Yeah, two And more then rounds. got an x-ray and the bones were still non-displaced, meaning they're still lined up. They're probably pretty stable, so I don't, you know, maybe he'll get his jaw wired. Maybe they'll just let him eat soft food and let it heal. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. That still, was that was a great. Still, fight. he's got a medical suspension he's looking at for a while till he can heal that and get cleared. Yeah. So we won't. We probably won't see him fighting for a couple months. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, I'll read all these later. <laughs> it's too small. I can't see what people and, are saying. Uh, yeah. But anyway. Um, so, great fight. Who was a semi-main? Um, I'm assuming... So, we had three five-round fights on this card. Yeah. So, then it was Max Holloway and Volkanovski. Oh, God. That was a good fight. Not as good as the main event. Um, 
I think I, I know I know it's easier said than done, and I've said it so many times, but I think the main reason that Max won was the leg kicks. He didn't win. I mean, the the, <laughs> the main reason uh, Max lost was the leg kicks. Just, right, same thing. Just so many leg kicks, um, and, and, and I think maybe out of 100 leg kicks, there was more than that probably, but um, there was uh, like three were checked at all, and they were just, it, was, it made such a big difference in the fight. Cause well, he it, threw 75 leg kicks versus Max throwing 17. And out of the 75, probably 74 landed. So it, it was it was a huge it was a huge uh, factor in the fight. Well, it's so much so that Max switched up his stance. I don't know how often he fights Southpaw, but he was he switched up his stance. Uh, that his lead leg was getting really and then and then Volkanov went after the front leg, his right leg. So it made a big difference. It 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 did alter. Max's attack, it, mul- it definitely altered his game plan. Uh, it definitely altered his mobility, you know. Um, and there's a lot of points got added up with those. I mean, it was a no-win. I mean, getting kicked in the leg over and over and over and over and over again, there's just not a, uh, there's just not a, there's no win to it. It's just, you shouldn't do it. So easier said than done. But my advice is, Practice drill and, and 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 be repetitive with your leg checking. Make that part of your daily drilling in class or if you're on a fight team, on a fight team. Because it's, it's a natural thing. You have to make it a natural thing because it's not something you can just learn because those leg kicks are coming fast. And it's all about timing. It's like you can't parry every jab because it's coming too fast. So we leave our hand up here more. So it's just you don't have to make it from here always trying to parry it because the jab is just right there. The same thing with a leg kick, leg check. It has to be drilled, drilled, drilled in your in your training, whether you're training a martial art for the street because it could be used in the street or a martial art uh, for the cage or the ring. It need, There's too many uh, MMA fighters out there that are just getting leg kicked and not checking. And I know he leg checks. Well, I, mean, I, I know he checked at least one because Volkanovski mentioned he one of the kicks he threw hurt really bad. So he got checked on on at least one of those. Well, let me tell you, when you check a kick, right, it hurts a lot. It probably even hurts more than the kick that lands on your muscle, okay? But it hurts the other guy too and sometimes even more. So it's better for you to get some pain but then give some pain then get some pain and not give any pain because it discourages your opponent when you check it because when they hit your chin or your knee, they're, they're going to put their leg down and even if they don't do it uh, like consciously, subconsciously, they're not going to throw as many leg kicks and they're not going to throw them as hard because it hurts more when you throw a hard leg kick that gets checked than when you throw a soft one. So it's hard to do, I'm sure, to check a kick and make it hurt more than it would if you didn't. Yeah, that's that's a mental toughness. Yeah, it is, and and like I said, when when your two shins bang, it hurts both fighters. But it at least it hurts the attacker. You want to hurt the attacker and take some pain 
you know, and that's better than taking some pain and not hurting the attacker at all. So that's all I got to say. Yeah, I think that was, so it went to a decision. I forget if it was unanimous or a split, but um, it was a decision clear, for Volkanovski. Clear cut. Clear cut. And Max, super respectful yeah. in defeat, um, super complimentary to his opponent. Mm-hmm. So love to see that. Rematch, or you like to see that happen? Yeah. No, I love to see just the sportsmanship. Yeah, so that I, Max displayed after so he lost. He's, he's and uh, he's a great champion. It makes me even prouder because you know he's from my you know my home my home state, uh, my home island. You know he's from Oahu, um, so it gives me a little extra pride. You know, even though you know we don't really know each other very well or anything like that. But it's like when you root for a football game, you know, in your your hometown. He's from my hometown, so. There's a little bit of extra there. But anyway, okay, next one down was uh, Amanda Nunez against uh, against uh, Durandamine. Uh, that was a good fight. You know what that fight... Another uh, another championship fight. I'll tell you, okay. Another five-round fight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what that fight showed me as a martial artist, they all have lessons. Um, that fight's lesson was um, we're martial artists. Not partial artist, okay. A martial artist is someone that is is um, skilled. Maybe one is better than than the others. That's fine, but you have to be at least at least you have to have some adequate skills. You have to be competent in striking, wrestling, uh, jujitsu, and and you have to have conditioning. Those four things. So when Amanda, who is known for knocking people out with punches and kicks, um, was getting, was meeting resistance with the, with the striking, she showed her versatility and that she was a martial artist, not a partial artist. So she took it to the ground and showed that she was superior there, both in her wrestling skill, which was the ability to take uh, Dur- uh, Duranamine down, but also, the jiu-jitsu skill was to be effective on the ground with striking, etc., and positioning. So she showed that. Also, she showed excellent conditioning, too. So um, These, she, yeah, she I, showed I, all four. She, she showed all four skills. She did, and, and Duranami showed great conditioning as well. Great conditioning. All, all six of these fighters in these three fights... All went five rounds and all had amazing conditioning. That's like you crazy. didn't see people just gassing out and getting tired. These were really high level fights. Yeah, I, they were. That this fight turned into being about takedowns. I think you're right. When Amanda didn't succeed in putting her away, uh, it turned into a wrestling. Well, she not only didn't succeed in putting her away with with a stand up, she was actually getting met with opposition and even maybe uh, maybe even. Be, you know, being on the on the short end a little bit of the striking. Let's not forget, uh, Duranamine, I mean, that's that's her main thing. And she might even have more experience and maybe a little more skill in the stand-up than uh, Amanda. Uh, but with that said, Amanda went right to the ground with no problem and kept her down. So her her striking is great. Uh, her, her wrestling, her jiu-jitsu, and her conditioning. Duranamine's uh, main... main um, fault, if, the, if you want to call it that, even though she's a great fighter, was she didn't have good takedown defense against Amanda, and she didn't have good ground like skills. Like 
her positioning, even trying to get up in certain positions, she didn't make herself less susceptible to, to, to damage. Like from the half guard, she wasn't getting a, you know, didn't get a, a wasn't getting a, a underhook. And there were some other little things. But the main thing was she was getting taken down pretty easily. I think she was taken down eight or nine times. Oh, I, I forget. It up. But, so that's, that was that fight. Eight times. Eight times. So, I think it was some kind of record or close to it. She got taken down a lot. And, eight, uh, eight of 11 attempts. But so. I, but I was the ground control. Is there a time for that? Because she was held down for quite a while. Um, and and the not only was she taken down a lot, she was held down. She was she was down, you know. Uh, Amanda was able to, to, to impose her ground will on her very well. Yeah, most of her significant strikes were on the ground. 62... Or seventy eight percent or something of her strikes were on the ground. Yeah, so for Amanda, great job for Amanda. So, right there, right there, uh, the lesson was: be more versatile, uh, be a martial artist, not a partial artist. I'm not talking about Duranamine because Duranamine is a great martial artist. She just met a really <laughs> a better one. So for the, for that level, the top of the top of the top level. She's a great martial artist in all four aspects. But when I'm talk, what I'm saying, I'm talking to you guys out there. If you're not at that level, you're just, you know, you're a martial artist for the street. You need to have those four things, and that was the difference in this fight. And that could happen to you in the street. You could think you're a big, good stand-up guy. There might be a big, strong guy that's better with a stand-up than you are. Learn takedowns. Okay. You might be better striker than the other guy. He takes you down. Now you're on your back getting pounded in the face. Next thing you know, you're waking up in a, neuro, a neuro ward of a fucking... Uh, you've been transported to L.A. somewhere in the neuro ward. Okay? Not a good thing. Learn takedown defense. Learn takedowns. You might need one or the other. And learn how to get off your back because you might end up there someday too. Okay? So... And then my, my lesson that I learned from the uh, 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 Max Holloway fight was practice your leg checks. Practice your leg checks. My lesson from the first fight is never, ever um, think the fight is over until it's over. Because if there was some kind of weird x-ray that we have and we could tell that, um, that um, uh, Colby's jaw was broken, they might think, oh, fight's over, and, and, and uh, Usman might just think, oh, that's, that's, the fight's over, but it's not over, it's not over, a guy with a broken jaw still fighting like that means you could, you could fight somebody in the street and just fucking crack him and drop him, and he might get back up pouring blood, and you might think, oh, I'm, he's done, some guys are that tough, Usman, I mean, uh, Covington is fucking Arturo Gotti tough. And those kind of guys are going to keep coming and coming and coming. Okay? So... Yeah, it's not all like the movies. No. So, anyway, those are my first three lessons. Then we got another great fight with uh, Marlon Moraes against uh, Jose Aldo. I thought it should have gone the other way. Yeah, I went to decision, and I don't know how well-received that decision was. So, the decision was a split decision for Moraes over uh, Jose Aldo. Yeah. So, what do you think about the fight, though? It went three rounds. It went to decision. I thought it was good. I, I, I thought Morais, like circled on the outside the perimeter of the cage a lot, and he didn't attack like I thought he would. Um, and they fought, he, they fought at Bantamweight, so that's for Jose. That's, that's, that's the first time he's dropped to 35. Yeah. 
so he dropped from 45 so, to yeah, 35. We did see pictures of him at the weigh-in. Where he looked he like looked, a skeleton. He looked like a ripped skeleton, but he looked just so sunken in. Like he had no water left in his body. But man, in the cage, he looked great. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, he looked great. And right when the, the round started, I, I, I thought he probably lost the first round. Could have gone either way because he came on strong after the first round. Uh, after the... Um, after the uh, the beginning of the first round, but Maurice's switch, Maurice, uh, his switch kick is the best, the best in the world, in the world. He does that switch kick so quick. He, I don't know how many people he's knocked out with that, but um, he did that so beautifully. Did he did that in the beginning of the fight. He did it right out, yeah, and it right. caught. It just caught. Uh, he caught uh, Jose right on the top of the head. Unbelievable. Then he threw a couple more that just looked brutal. And I thought, oh, shit, this, this fight's going to be a long night for Jose. But then Jose started pouring it on a lot of body shots, which were very effective. There were some slow-mos of the, some of the body shots landing, and you could just see it in Maurice's uh, posture and his face that those body shots were doing some damage. Uh Jose Aldo has an unbelievable uh, attack to the body. I've seen him drop people like, uh, you know, like crazy with that body shot. So anyway, it was a good fight, not a great fight. I thought it was, um, I thought it was pretty one-sided for Jose, but then they gave it to Marais. I've read, like, um, I read a couple of posts that people said, well, if you watch it again, you'll see why he won. They. I thought Jose won too, but then when I wa- I read the, uh, you know, I, w- I went back and watched it again. I, you know, now I see why Maurice went, won. But you can't. It was a split decision anyway. So cl- all the judges aren't lined up. They they are scoring it different ways. Yeah, it's a judging. Anything that goes to the judges, you really, I, I don't know. It's crazy. It's 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 not. Uh, that's why I like the the main fight because it was definitive. No one's arguing about what the judges thought at the end of that fight. Yeah, and that's all the story would have been. Yeah, yeah, and then and even even uh, even um, Holloway's fight. I heard a couple couple people complaining about that one. It's like, yeah, the judging just uh, there's something has to be done with the judging. I don't know what you can do to change it. Can you have live judging so you just see how that round what, got scored? What so did you know Joe Rogan say? I don't know. He said they should have a a bunch of martial arts experts. <laughs> Like John Hackleman, which he said, um, and they should have a, a, they should you know set set all the rules and they should oversee that stuff. I'll oversee it and I'll tell you right now. Uh, Jose Aldo won that fight, so since Joe Rogan did say that, I'll, I'm going to overrule this. <laughs> so, oh, good. I'm sure we changed it. Well, it makes Jose, me feel better. Jose Aldo did win that fight. Amanda Nunez won that fight. Um, Volkowski won that fight, and. Um, and Usman <laughs> won that fight. Oh, he only overturned one. What about this uh, last fight on the main card? It was a performance of the night uh, fight for Peter Yan and Uriah Faber. Seeing Uriah Faber at 40, he moves pretty good. He moves really good. Um, I think they threw him in just, I don't know, man. It's like Peter Yan is just... He's a fucking monster. He's a monster. <laughs> and, uh... I don't, I don't know what people are looking at. Because even my wins when I was a fighter, any tough fight, I, I just never would, can, I would never in any of my fights, especially my tough fights, or getting the shit kicked out of me, 
I would never equate that after the fight and say, wow, that was fun. I never thought that. I always thought I had to fight, so I fought. I hated it. But then when the fight was over, I was glad it was over. Um, he got his ass whooped. He was getting pounded, elbowed, like dropped on his ass. But he kept coming. He is so fucking tough. Uh, he just kept coming and coming. And not just coming, coming with really good attacks. Um, his, his takedown attempts got stuffed. But... Um, and he got dropped. He got dropped with a beautiful head kick that just dropped him and the referee stopped it. Was that a front kick? It. it was a round kick, but it was a round kick that came up like this. Yeah, it was kind of came up into his face. Yeah, it came up right into his face. Knocked him out. Um, he didn't complain about the stoppage. Uh, he had an ugly cut and a brutal um, a brutal uh, swelling. Didn't they, they brought the doctor in at one point to look so at his swelling, but it was next to his eye. It was more on his cheek. Yeah. And it wasn't occluding his vision at all, so the doctor was fine with it. Yeah. Which uh, is... The only thing I was worried about was some kind of breakage. And the, and, and the only reason I re worry about that is because then keeping to get, keeping, you know, you just get more hits on it, it's just going to, you know, you know, might even cause more damage. But it wasn't, and, 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 the... Yeah, I don't know if the doctor put hands on his, uh, on his cheekbones there to, yeah. to look if it was broken. The swelling was kind of right up next to his eye. Yeah. And I think the doctor's more focused on his eye. Like, what is about his the eye orbital? okay? I mean, yeah. Is his eye okay? And his, his eyes were moving normally, and they probably checked his pupils were equal, and it wasn't occluding his vision, so he, at least straight ahead, he could see, so he could protect himself. So the doctor let it go on. And that's the, those are the decisions you have to make, make as a doctor, because when I do sideline medicine... You know, if you don't want anyone to get hurt, just cancel the game. <laughs> so this, your ultimate goal as the doctor there can't be no one can get hurt because otherwise you should just stop playing. So the doctor's job is to protect the fighter to a reasonable degree that they're not going to have a you know unfixable injury. Yeah. Uh, or put themselves at greater risk. So I thought the doctor made the right call from what I could see. I hadn't even heard that he broke his broke his face or anything. Yeah. Anyway, so. With that said, it was really weird because he got his ass whooped. He tried and he did really good for, I mean, coming back, you know, a 40-year-old guy and shit and just in such good shape. But, like, the first thing he said was he wants to do it again. That was fun. And I was watching, like, watching that fight, that was anything but fun. It wasn't even fun to watch. That was not even fun to watch. It was fun to see... Peter Yan, he is amazing. Yeah, if he was beating someone else up. Yeah, but he uh, he's on like a nine fight win streak. He's, he's like twelve and one or something. Forget. He's he's brutal. He's fourteen brutal. and one. He's fourteen. He's he's the guy to watch. He's brutal. He's brutal. He's like a little. He's a lot like uh, kind of uh, like throwing the guy that came out of retirement, throwing him to the lions, kind of. He's like <laughs> kind of like Vol Volkanski, a little bit. They have kind of similar styles. Yeah, these guys are um, Bantam weights, right? Yeah, they're they're thirty five, and then Volkanovski. What's his name? Volkanovski. 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 We know what you mean. Yeah. He's a lot like Jan. They have this similar style where they're like, they're kind of like compact fucking tanks, just swinging and no fear and great defense and skilled everywhere. Skilled at the takedown defense. Skilled at the takedown. Skilled at the kicking. Skilled at the punching. It was brutal. It was a good fight. So, bang, any, any more fights we got? Well, we had some prelim fights. 
Yeah. Uh, I saw one guy in the prelims that was supposed to be on the early prelims that was interesting. It was this Chase, Chase Hopper. Chase Hooper. Hooper, yeah. 20-year-old kid, looks like a kid. Um, I thought that was an entertaining fight. It ended in round one. He got, what did he get? He got him in he some kind a, of triangle. He got him in a, yeah, mount, a mounted triangle and just and pounded his face. Just dropping elbows with him just trapped. God, if you had claustrophobia, that would be terrible. <laughs> He was just that guy's trapped there, just eating elbows until they stopped the fight. So that that one ended in and, one round. Well, I'll tell you the I'll tell you the lesson there for you martial artists. Again, you never judge a book by its cover because oh, no. he was this tall, skinny, you know, looks like kind of like, looking guy. Yeah, yeah. he kind of looked like um, who's that comedian guy? He used to have the show. He's the tall, skinny guy, um, and it was like a they were all in high school or something, kind of a nerdy guy. And he's a comedian? But he's, he's not a comedian. He was on that show. It was a funny, funny show. Ske- Wait, Screech. Oh, yeah, my kids watch that. Okay, so Saved Screech. by the Bell. He looks kind of like Screech, <laughs> and then he fights this kind of shorter, really stock guy, stocky guy that looks like a grown man fighting a teenage kid. But then that teenage kid, he got tagged. Tough as shit. He he's came back. so tough. He came back from getting cracked a couple times and ended up uh, beating this guy. So never... If somebody jumps you in the street and they look tall and skinny and, and wimpy, they might hit like a fucking tank. So watch we out. We have learned that lesson so many times on just on the fights we've been watching yeah. and talking about the podcast. And the other thing is true, too. The guy that looks huge and like a mountain is not invincible. Yeah. Um, so it goes both ways. And Chase Hooper was so tough, so skilled. Man, he's going to do – I think he's going to do big things in the UFC. Yeah, he will. So he was cool. It was cool to watch him. And then the rest of the prelim fights, there were some other fights well, on. Morales and the and the, uh, the one the one uh, bef- right before that, yeah, like that, the Brandon Moreno, watching him fight uh, uh, Kai Kara, um, from I think he's from New Zealand, um, and he's up. He, I think he's out of that really great camp from. Uh, you know, where uh, Israel city is kickboxing. from. City yeah. kickboxing. I think it's city kickboxing. And Brandon Moreno came in just fighting like a hooking Mexican. He's like these old school Mexican boxers like freaking uh, like Bazooka Limon or Chavez or, or uh, Pepino Cuevas or one of those guys. I mean, this guy just comes out swinging. And he won by decision, I think. It but was decision. Win. It was definitely a clear-cut decision. And he has such a funny, like... Like loves loves being in front of the camera and he's so good on interviews, but he is so tough and he's he got dropped by the UFC because he lost a couple. Um, now he's back, and I think he's gonna stay there for a while. This guy, I love watching him fight. Then we got Mike Perry against uh, against uh, was it Jeff Neal? Um, Jeff Neal just destroyed him. I don't. I think that's the first time. I think Perry's been submitted, but has he ever been knocked out like that? Well, the one thing about this fight was last time we saw Mike Perry, his nose was oh, just yeah. destroyed, and, and they that kept was coming. that was like four months ago. So the fact that he was back already after that injury, if you see a picture of Mike Perry's face after that last fight. That was pretty terrible. That was like the worst broken nose I've ever seen. Was it? And uh, to see him come back and, and fight that soon is pretty amazing. I was like, yeah. wow, his doctor probably isn't in favor of that. But <laughs> uh, but he was back in there. 
And he got kicked. I think he got dropped with a beautiful kick, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I think it was a beautiful kick. Uh, so the lesson here is head kicks are very effective. You know, in the old days, ah, kick below the waist and you punch above the waist. You know, if you kick above the waist, it's too, you know, you set yourself up and you, you become too vulnerable. Tell that to Mike Perry. Late head kicks work. Yeah, this fight ended in one and a half minutes of round one. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. And then Ian Ian Heinish fought, too. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Omari. I know Matt Brown knocked out uh, Ben Saunders in the second round of, of when. Okay, here's the lesson here. Ben Saunders got him in a. Got him in his guard, got him in his rubber guard, started doing his mission control and all that, and, and started, like, tying up. He tied up a, a, a triangle that he didn't really have. It looked like he was going to go for Uma Plata, but then he went back to the triangle, and uh, he squeezed it. But Matt Brown wasn't going out, and he, he didn't have it. He didn't have it, you know. And Matt, Matt Brown was controlling his wrist, but... Ben Saunders was squeezing the shit out of it for almost five minutes straight. So when the second round came, I think Ben Saunders, he had he was on rubber legs, and he just didn't have he didn't have the gas tank anymore. He didn't have the legs, and Matt Brown did. And Matt Brown is 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 immortal. Let's not forget, Matt Brown's nickname is immortal because Matt Brown is immortal. Fucking guy just went right through him and just knocked him out in the in the second round. So that was a good fight, but there were a lot of good fights. Good yeah, cards, good, fights, good, good prelims, card. some early prelims. Uh, that was a good card to end out the year for pay per views. Man, comparing this to some of the other pay per views that they have during the year, how do they charge the same amount of money? It's insane. This fight was yeah, just the just the main card alone was crazy. I mean, this one, this one, even the. The prelims were better than most main cards and pay per view lately, the and 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 the uh, and this the uh, the early prelims even the early prelims were stacking up against some of the main cards of the of the pay per views. This pay per view main card was what a main a main card is supposed to look like on a pay per view. Well, and all the fights came together. Nobody yeah. nobody missed weight or got injured or whatever so they all all the fights came together which is nice because sometimes that doesn't happen yeah so good card card. so coming up the big fight coming up that they kept promoting is uh mcgregor and cowboy what do you think is going to happen what's your prediction i don't know i think mcgregor if he has the can he still train like he used to doesn't he have a lot of money now (laughs) if he still has that desire to train like he always like he shows up I don't know. I think that's a tough fight for Cowboy. That's gonna be. I think that's gonna be an interesting fight. I think it's gonna be interesting as shit. And then, and then there's uh, and then we got um, uh, we got we got Ferguson coming up against uh, Khabib. I hope that finally happens. Looks like it is. Tony so. Ferguson is so fun to watch. Yeah. So that's what we got, guys. That's your lessons. That's the card. I hope you learned something and you were entertained somewhat. But mainly, this one was more educational. Sometimes we're a little more uh, entertaining, but today we're we're more giving the news. We're like reporting on the fight and conditioning. Man, you can't stress enough. This card, people were so well conditioned. 
that's such a big part of uh, a big part of this. Well, I got story. I got one for you guys. I got one for you guys uh, out there. Um, I want you guys to write me uh, write me your scores. Okay, I want you to do four punches in the air and then a sprawl. You should know what a sprawl is. If not, Google it. Okay, do as many as you can in three minutes. Just four punches, like in the air. One, two, three, four. Okay, and then a sprawl. And then get up and do it again. And keep going for three minutes. How many can you do in three minutes? Okay, rest one minute. And then do three minutes of burpees. And then give me your scores, okay? We're out of here, guys. Thanks for coming. All right, John, until next time.